0: Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm
1: Cassie. I'm
2: Leandra. Leandra! Hey. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank
0: yeah, we're, you. We're glad you're here. Thank you Everyone for coming. Everyone give
2: her a hand.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> she gave us one. <laughs>
2: we also we're have...
0: scaring the shit out we of We also have Bean
2: here, and she's crawling down my back. And... She's just going to sit on
0: my back, so I'm, like, down here right now. Great. Um, so we did a special episode today. It's our first oh. episode. Oh, my. She's... She's doing some weird shit. <laughs> it's our first episode using our Season 7 DVDs. Yeah. And uh, it's a very, very special episode for us and for the Ghost Adventures crew because they get to go to some place that Zach has always wanted to visit, some place he has always felt some strange connection to in his life.
2: Transylvania,
0: Transylvania,
2: Dracula.
0: D- every, everybody, do your best. Do your best, Dracula. <laughs> ah 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 ah, Dracula. That was Leandra. Ah, ah, ah.
2: <laughs> Hello, and welcome to my castle.
0: That is Cassie, and here's Max. The creatures of the night. What sweet music they make. <laughs> So that's our Draculas. Hopefully you did your own Dracula at home. Zach shows us the picture of Dracula, that, of himself as Dracula, as that he's still not embarrassed about,
1: <laughs> um,
0: that he shows all the time and he loves showing.
1: Love those caterpillar eyebrows. <laughs> yes. The big fake teeth.
0: Um, in case you haven't heard about Vlad Depeche, we learned some history about him. Uh, Vlad Depeche, of course, being the actual name of the man who is uh, known in history as Dracula,
2: or Vlad the Impaler. Vlad
0: the Impaler, who was
2: turned in. I mean, so his father was Dracul, and he was
0: son son of, of Dracul, Dracul, which it becomes Dracula. Or like that. Yeah.
2: Wait, wait, maybe I have well, it wrong.
0: So the idea, what I have gleaned mm-hmm. from what they told us is that they fought under a regiment called the Order of the Dragon. Yeah, but dragons are not part of Romanian um, myth, mm-hmm. and so they didn't have that word. And the closest word they have is Dracul, which means devil. devil. Gotcha. So his son, his father gave him the name Dracul because of the the association with dragons. Gotcha. Um, what we know about Vlad the is pretty well. I mean, they did some pretty good research. They I had guess. a really
2: good historian. I really enjoyed him.
0: Um, um, it was Lupax
2: or something like that. It was. Yeah, his name was Lupak's Vasil, I believe.
0: Lupax Vasil, okay. And he told us a lot about, this is like getting a little bit into the middle of the episode, but it's a good background information to know too. Mm-hmm. you know, because he told us about um, Vlad and his whole deal. He was like trying to be intimidating so that he could you know, um, prevent war by scaring the shit out of armies that were coming to attack him, basically. And, and that
2: really, like, he was, like, the underdog, military-wise?
0: Yeah, like, his, he had a castle in a very, very small place called Wallachia that didn't have a lot of people, and it was the Ottoman Empire was coming in to try and take the land. However, the thing about the opening of this episode while they're giving a lot of this background information is that it is the way it is shot is just a recreation of the opening scene from Dracula by Francis Ford Coppola the, 1990,
2: the 1992
0: 91, 91 92 film 92 or 91 So the early 1990s film Keanu Reeves <laughs> the the brilliant Keanu Reeves vehicle Dracula
2: Oh yeah, what was the story behind Keanu not really being into? He was like in a bunch of movies that year.
0: Yes, right? he, he It was his third film shoot of the year, which okay. means he was like totally burnt out. Yeah. And apparently, the director thought he would be a good like leading man uh-huh. figure, but both Keanu Reeves and Francis Ford Coppola later in interviews were like, "It was the bad choice. We shouldn't have done that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's terrible in the movie. I love yeah. Keanu. He's so bad in Dracula. Well,
2: specifically his <laughs> his attempt at a British accent is super 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 bad. D-
0: Jonathan Hawke. Huh? Oh,
2: <laughs> I feel
1: like we need to watch that movie. Yeah, let's get we pop that bad boy <laughs> in again. It's
2: so and yeah, it's the opening scene or the, the scene uh, in the movie where they're going over like the background of Vlad the Impaler, and but in the movie they like trans, transform him
0: into like Dracula, the, Dra- the vampire.
2: Uh, 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 uh. <laughs>
0: Uh, they, they basically do the exact same shots where it's like you see Vlad in silhouette, tearing through a bunch of soldiers, impaling people. Notably, whenever the Ghost Adventures crew are reenacting the impaling, they never do it, right? <laughs> Did you notice this? No. When you impale somebody, like, it's nasty. Like, the, 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 the pointy part goes in the taint. Yeah. And it comes out the mouth.
2: They showed a bunch of...
0: Yeah, but whenever the Ghost Adventures crew were, like, showing the reenactments of the impaling, they would have Vlad, like, put the guy on a pike back first, so it came up through their chest. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they were were just shying away from it a little bit. I can't blame them. It was probably gross to try and do that. Yeah. So the place they are in in Romania is, uh, like, leaning into the Dracula thing really hard. Like, there's Dracula t-shirts and Dracula posters and things like that. And they go to a cafe that supposedly has the birthplace of Dracula in the upstairs area.
2: Yes, this is true. They, yeah, no, it's like the home of... The Dracula family and
0: And when they go up there, there is a man in a costume laying in a coffin. <laughs> and just like the beef eaters at the at the Royal Palace in London, they don't move. He doesn't move or talk. It's he just really lays awkward. there. He just lays yeah.
2: Zach is really uncomfortable. <laughs> But that's something Zach would do himself.
0: Yeah. Oh, Oh, he would love that gig. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, He also does this thing where he so he goes into the detail about how Vlad Zapesh was um, fighting the Crusades by the Ottoman Empire, and he was like part of a Christian army. Mm -hmm. So Zach approaches a point where he's talking about how like he's he's trying to examine the morality of killing people in the name of Jesus.
2: He's having like a minor spiritual crisis. The thing is, he doesn't get.
0: to... To a point, he just sort of presents this as a question and then doesn't comment on it.
2: He's like, "So he was fighting for God, but he also was evil."
0: It makes you was, think: Was
2: he working for both God and the devil?
0: So, like, he he presents this quandary and then makes no judgment like, whatsoever about have it.
2: Have you ever, Zach? Have you ever considered that religious history is full of a lot of violence too?
0: This is not a new concept. Yeah, it's so not new. (laughs) Insanely not new. Insanely haunted. Insanely learned. You heard of
2: the Crusades?
0: (laughs) Dark stuff. But the not the kind position. of dark, Not the kind of dark stuff that Zach likes.
2: Yeah. Zach yeah. likes
0: zombies and gross things and ghosts and Occult stuff like that. P
2: yeah. Stuff. yeah.
0: So Zach also gives us his definition of vampirism, which is whoa, really whoa, interesting. Really so he's like, a vampire is a mortal who dies, their first death, and then their soul remains as a vampire. Yeah what?
1: forever? What? Like,
0: what does this mean?
1: I feel like
0: he could have
1: I feel like he could have like rephrased it better. It's like, I kind of
2: get it, but I mostly don't at the same time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was, too. I was getting it, but not getting it at all.
2: He did a lot of outward um, thinking through his mouth in this episode.
0: Yeah, a lot of, like, asking us to think and providing us with, like, the ingredients Uh of a thought. (laughs) And, like, they'll be able to make their own at home. (laughs) Yeah. So we also, uh, this episode moves really fast. By the way, I feel like we should point that out right ahead of time. The lockdown starts after it, like, more than half, less than halfway into the show. Yeah. We go really, really fast through all of the stuff we're about to present. So if it sounds like we're presenting it quickly, you should see it because it really, really moves.
2: Zach hears about this forest.
0: The Hoya Uh,
2: That's supposed to be supernatural and creepy and yeah. weird shit happens and the locals just don't want to go in there. So
0: the the guide they have, their um, their interpreter, is talking about how the forest has ghost sight sightings alien sightings demons like literally everything supernatural or cryptid focused mm-hmm. happens in this forest apparently mm-hmm. and i believe that because there's places in you know eastern europe and the like balkan regions and, and these sorts of places where there's just big ass fucking forests mm-hmm. like gigantic ones that nobody really lives in.
2: well i think forests in general tend to be associated with creepy things like new jersey has the oh, jersey mm-hmm, devil the barons, and the yeah. pine barren forest yeah
0: The pacific northwest a lot of creepy mm-hmm. stuff Bigfoot, Big hell
1: yeah,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and so the Ghost Adventures crew decides to split up because they've got two. Um, they have two people for functioning as their interpreters. So Zach and Billy are one team, and they go with Andre and. Um, Nick and Aaron are the, Nick, Aaron and Jay are the other team and they go with Yanute.
2: I'm kind of surprised that Zach decided to do the forest instead of the castle. Yeah,
0: I know, right? Cause it's Dracula's castle.
2: And Zach is obsessed with vampires.
0: You think he, I think it's because the Hoya Bachi was supposed to be dangerous and that's why Zach wanted to go there. Okay. It's because it's supposed to be like a, a place where if you go in, you might die. Okay. And he likes to prove how how brave he is yeah. by doing stuff like that. Okay. That's my read. Um, but so, yeah, they're split up. And they're apparently going to be split up. Like, these two destinations are so far from one another. They're split up for several days. Mm-hmm. And so, Zach and Billy go towards Hoyabachu, And so, the rest of the episode is kind of split back and forth between Zack, Billy, and then Nick, Aaron, and Jane. Mm-hmm.
2: So, the castle, Dracula's castle, is from around 1400 AD. And it's
0: called Targovish Day. Ooh.
2: Yeah. Um, and that, that's that. No surprise. That's the... Name of the episode. I found it really interesting that it was made out of brick. Yeah. Like well I guess I guess all castles are made yeah. out of some sort of stone. But this was this looked like brick and maybe they were they were like um Actually, no, it probably was some sort of brick because I looked up to the geology. Don't you worry, friends. <laughs> I looked up to the geology. It was very hard to like find a geologic map, but there's a lot of sedimentary rocks. And the area, is specifically the forested area, um, is made up of uh, loamy material. And loam is like very, very very soft, very soft, fine-grained material that's very um, nutrient-rich. Um, but as far as like the casticles, I'm not sure, but the whole area is very sedimentary rock-rich, so it was probably sandstone or it could have been like clay that they molded into bricks. I'm not quite sure. I'd have to research it more, but I just found it interesting because I'm used to seeing castles made out of like limestone or... Maybe sandstone.
0: There's the possibility that this place has been added on or Or, re- like, rebuilt, because it is extremely old. This is like a 700-year-old castle almost. Mm-hmm. So this thing is probably falling apart in lots of places. I mean, they even go... Th- later on in the lockdown, they go to a place where there's a wall falling down. So mm-hmm. I'm imagining the rest of the castle is in a similar state of disrepair.
2: Yeah, well, it's pretty much in... It's castle ruins. It's not... They've, they haven't really uh, reconstructed it much. It's just...
0: And and this is where we meet Lupask, by the way, and where Lupask tells us stories.
2: Scientist
1: dude.
0: No, that's Andre. We'll talk about Andre in a second (laughs) for sure. But we meet Lupask, who introduces us to a lot of the stories about Dracula, um, and and why he got that name.
1: Oh wait, the Robert Pattinson dude.
0: No, that's Yonut. Damn it! I'm sorry. (laughs) It's Okay, (laughs) you'll get there eventually. There's so few. There's there's not many people left. (laughs) While on the way to Hoya Z- Zach and Billy and Andre run into a group of youths and the youths tell them that there are let me let me find the words plasmatic manifestations in the Hoyabachu. Mm-hmm. and that they if you allow them into your aura mm-hmm. they can cause disease mm-hmm. and that these manifestations may be demons or spirits mm-hmm. Zach does not heed this and it just goes right in anyway yeah. Of course. But of course, before they go in, they have to talk with some other locals. And this is where I have a note about the fact that Zach does not know how to use an interpreter. Because when you have an interpreter, what you're supposed to do is address the person you're speaking to Uh. and just speak. What Zach does is he sits down the interview subject, looks at the interpreter and says, will you ask him what he experienced? Which is a very uncomfortable way to do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the interpreter is like, yeah, he said... Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's just bad interview technique. I know I shouldn't expect any more of Zach, but it's bad interview <laughs> technique. But anyway, these folks have seen, like, glowing orbs in the woods. And one guy is, in particular, is, like, very, very troubled by this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it has affected him long term, mm-hmm. having, having this encounter. And we speak also with his wife, who is, like, very worried for him. Mm-hmm. And like takes the threat of this forest very seriously. Like Hoyabachu is referred to throughout this episode as the Bermuda Triangle mm-hmm. of Romania. Mm-hmm. So this is a serious place that the people are the people around it take seriously. They mm-hmm. don't they don't think of this as like a place of folklore. They think of this as a place that is like legit dangerous. Yeah. And we even learn about like a little girl who went missing and came back five years later as like a feral child or something, and a, a farmer who lost all his sheep in there.
2: Now something special about the forest is there's a patch of grass mm-hmm. that doesn't really have increase it's a clearing, it's a clearing. clearing. and that that space is supposed to be like extremely like paranormal and like kind of the center of this mm-hmm. forest Bermuda Triangle. And Zach ends up I don't know how this guy how he got this guy. Oh yeah, Doctor Andre. Doctor uh, Adrian.
0: Adrian Adrian Adrian, Adrian Petrotrut.
2: Yes, uh, professor of inorganic and radiochemistry at Babes Bolyai University in Romania. And seems like a big deal. I checked out his his resume and he does some really cool research. He does like climate reconstructions so probably like past climates he does stable isotopes which is a really cool field um, that can be applied to climate science there's also like um he does radiocarbon dating of those really cool trees in africa what are they called
0: they're called baobab trees they're basically like the tree version of a succulent plant they store a shitload of water in their trunk
2: they, they look like a giant elephant
0: foot they're really funny looking <laughs> they're like big fat trees uh-huh.
2: thick
1: boys they're yeah. thick boys
0: that's really true
2: but anyway Zach interviews him and he's like yeah a lot of this stuff we can't really like explain by science or with science and Zach's like oh my god like you know he's yeah, yeah. you can just tell inside he's like really joyous and happy about everything this scientist is saying
0: what I love is that this is like a very typical to me like scientist versus non-scientist reaction to these mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. because the scientist just is like, yeah, we don't really have enough data to explain these things, mm-hmm. and the non-scientist is like, so that so that means true. it must be true and yeah. paranormal. And and
2: and, the, and Dr. Adrian like clearly says like we don't have. He's basically saying we don't have proof that these things are real, but we don't have proof that they're not real.
0: Yeah, he's As just like, he's saying there's a lot of stuff that happens. There's a lot of yeah. unexplained phenomena. Yeah, but to a scientist, unexplained phenomena is a much more like mundane thing to say than it is to a like non-scientist though you know what i mean like because a non-scientist here hears unexplained phenomena and they start going ghosts Ghosts, bermuda triangle bigfoot but a scientist hears unexplained phenomena and just goes oh we should probably do some more research
2: yeah or it's something that you can't really test yes or yeah something like that um like for example and this is just my perspective as a scientist but like any type of religious stuff like scientists it's not something that science can test yeah. So it's not something that science can prove or disprove. It's just not testable. So
0: it's, we don't have an opinion on it. Did we mention any of the phenomena that um, Dr. Adrian or Dr. Uh, Dr. Patrute mentioned? Because he's talking about how there's like lights and... Um, oh, well,
2: claims of lights yeah. and UFOs and... uh, or, Sorry, extraterrestrials and terrestrials and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was basically just he was listing the things that people have experienced there and that science can't describe it. That doesn't mean that... Doesn't mean it's ghosts. It, it's ghosts, right.
0: But Zach gets all charged up, of yeah. course. Zach gets very, very charged up by this. At one point, narrator Zach, when talking... This is a little bit... This is like they go back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. We, we jump back to the castle. Um, and Nick and Aaron are talking to Karina, who is the docent of Targoviste, which mm-hmm. must be an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Karina, it doesn't seem like she's that into spooky stuff. But she does say that she gets a creepy feeling sometimes. Uh-huh. At one point, she says, it's just that these things can make you feel paranoid, basically. And so that's my... That's the basis of me saying I don't think she actually believes in like ghosts uh-huh. because she seems very rational about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Andre tells us a little bit about what she was saying. You know, she she felt like she was being watched. She felt like uh, she had to get out of there. Mm-hmm. At one point, Zach, narrator Zach, quotes us that. There were 20,000 impaled corpses outside Castle Targovich Day at one point. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I, my note on there is citation needed.
2: It might be true. I it mean, might be true. Were, he, Vlad impaled a lot
1: of people. <laughs> There's a drunk history episode about it.
0: I was known as <laughs> Vladislav the Poker.
1: <laughs> God,
0: we gotta watch what, what, what we, we do in the shadows, shadows, shadows. again. Shadows. Fuck yeah. that's and movies.
1: the TV show. Is yes. That right?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, Christ. Um, I saw a. Fi- I don't know what we were watching, but I remember we were watching something, and I saw the guy who plays the lead werewolf from what mm-hmm. we do in the shadows.
2: Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me of um guy who plays Wolverine. Oh, my God. Hugh Jackman.
0: <laughs> they look very similar. He does look like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like schlubby Hugh Jackman. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He, he, you know, not schlubby. If Hugh Jackman looked like a normal human being, then yeah. this guy.
2: <laughs> so lockdown. Lockdown sign. For, time. Forest time.
0: So, like, big, big air quotes around lockdown. Yeah. It's only really a lockdown because you might get hella lost.
2: <laughs> so, Zach just decides they're going to just go Fuck it. Go we're going. It. We're doing it live. By themselves on an ATV. Yep. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, um, let's make it more dangerous.
2: And Zach's, like, preparing himself, like, closing up his his pants so that he doesn't get ticks and fleas and stuff. Um, in general, if you're going hiking in a forest and you don't want to get ticks or fleas, you probably should not wear black. Just, just so you know. You
0: won't be able to see them, right? Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> so anyway, they go in and shit gets real, like, they hear footsteps, they see a bug that they think is an orb.
0: Now that's the castle. Now you're, you, oh, shit. you're those okay. are castle notes. Okay. But that's the thing is, we've already switched once. Okay. Right, this right. episode goes back and forth. No, okay. don't worry about it. Okay. These episodes go back and forth so much that it's like, okay. but, 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 but because the initial lockdown beginning for Hoya Bacu is just Zach and Billy talking about how dangerous it's going to be. Yeah. And then they switch over to Zach and uh, to Nick and Aaron really fast. Okay. Where Nick and Aaron are, are basically getting nothing. There's some quote, unexplained footsteps. They're just sort of hanging out silently listening for anomalies Mm -hmm. Uh, but back in the forest zach and billy didn't come here to mess around (laughs) says zach and they arrive in the circle and the first thing that happens is they start hearing anomalous music and zach says that if you turn the speakers up you can hear it i didn't hear it Mm -hmm. Um, and zach is like very amazed by um by like, already he's like in a state of amazement as he Mm -hmm. gets into the Mm -hmm. forest in the clearing.
2: Meanwhile, back at the castle, the boys are (laughs) hearing footsteps. They see a bug that they think is-
0: This is in the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. They go down in the dungeon and they like role play. Aaron's like, I've got a prisoner here, (laughs) a new prisoner. And they find like a secret door into a deeper dungeon that they hang out in for a little bit. And they get this like, the show tries to be like, you can even see Aaron looking at the orb, but it's just Aaron turning his head at the same time as the orb is moving. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Probably because it's a bug.
0: Um, back in the castle, or back in the forest, and I know, this is just how it was watching it too, trust me. Back in the forest, Zach talks about how they are feeling this, like, pulsing on and off disorientation, Mm -hmm. and how he believes that this is indication that they've opened a portal Mm -hmm. to the spirit world.
2: Yeah, he calls it, he says, he says he feels like he's opened a multi dimensional doorway or portal. Yes. Um... And, and Zach ends up freaking
0: out. Oh, he loses it.
2: He, I, I actually felt bad for him. Me too. Like I, I, It's like hard to was,
0: make fun of this.
2: Yeah, he seemed like he was having a massive panic attack.
0: Um, and Billy's genuinely concerned too. Billy's like having a hard time consoling him.
2: Yeah. Um, Zach says that the back part of his head was tingling and chilled, and then the millimeter went off, and then he heard a subsonic sound that apparently was, actually I don't know if it was supposed to be within the millimeter that he heard it or outside of the millimeter, but it freaked him out. And he just was, he said it was unlike anything he's experienced before. Um, and he said that he felt safe inside the circle, the, the the grassy patch. But when he got outside of the circle back into the forest, that's when he freaked out.
0: And just to be clear, this messes with Zach a lot. Yeah. And a lot more than usually things mess with him. Mm-hmm. It, to the point that he says he had to take an hour long break to collect yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. And during that time, they didn't really do anything because he quote felt death.
2: Yeah, while he was in the circle, he also said he saw trees glowing. And then their their thermal camera camera when they whipped that out, yes. it started malfunctioning. Yeah.
0: So there's something going on here. And
2: Billy's like he thinks he's okay, but I don't think he is. <laughs> I
0: really don't think so. <laughs> and
2: Zach described it as terrifying and awesome at the same time.
0: I really think that there is evidence here to suggest that something unexplained is happening in this sure. clearing. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily think it's ghosts, of course, because I'm a big skeptic. But mm-hmm. definitely something's up because mm-hmm. the the combination of all of these, of all of this data, like mm-hmm. the fact that he's getting this disorienting orienting feeling, mm-hmm. the fact that there was a big electromagnetic spike, mm-hmm. and that there was possibly some infrasound. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could yeah, be
2: something like we were trying to look for like natural phenomena that could cause some of this stuff, but like the rocks aren't anything special, or the, the the geology isn't anything special, and then like there could be potentially a fungus in the soil that kills trees, but it's like, well, then why hasn't it grown and mm-hmm. expanded mm-hmm. to more of the forest? So yeah, we don't really know.
0: So back at Castle Targoviste. In the dungeon, Nick and Aaron get the spirit box out, and they start talking to it, and it says "hello" <laughs> in English. Yeah. <laughs> and narrator Zach even l- puts a lampshade on the fact that like there's it's a crossing
2: the language barrier. <laughs> yeah,
0: and he doesn't think this is odd.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and then Aaron hears like a <sighs> noise, and that is captured.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Who's to say it's not one of the two of them though?
2: And Nick's hand ends up feeling numb, and he's he's like, "I'm feeling it."
0: I'm feeling it, Aaron. I'm
2: feeling it now, Mister. <laughs> Ha
0: <laughs> Back to Zach and Billy, they decide to head deeper into Hoyabachu after Zach collects himself.
2: And this is really fucking cool. This is a cool <gasps> part. They see a red light in the forest. Yes. And, like, you can see it, and it is definitely a red light.
0: And it causes some difficulty for the boys because they're both having a really hard time getting it on camera. They're getting really frustrated. Zach, I can't fucking see it on my goddamn camera.
2: <laughs> and then, like, Zach
0: shushes <laughs>
2: Billy. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah. Yeah, they call back to the dude who they spoke, who they interviewed, who had an experience with floating orbs of light. Um, so clearly, there's also something producing light anomalies in the forest, mm. not a traditional will o' the wisp because those occur in swamps. Yeah. But something similar must be occurring.
2: Mm-hmm. Can't explain it.
0: There and they do show it. We do see it yeah. quite clearly, and it is very impressive. Looking. And it
2: would be terrifying. It would.
0: I would shit myself <laughs> if I saw that. Yes. Uh, back in the castle, they are feeling very drained by spirits and not at all by jet lag.
2: <laughs> yeah, Aaron's pretty grumpy
0: the spirit box says hello again and Aaron starts feeling hot and irritable
2: mm-hmm. and that's
0: about it that's about it well there is one other thing the ovalist comes out mm-hmm. and the ovalist which is programmed only with English words yeah uh, it says Aaron <laughs> and then flowers
1: flowers <laughs> and uh, Vlad <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and nothing else, folks. That's it. That was the end of the episode. It ended It ended more abruptly than Ghost Adventures episodes end.
2: Yeah. All of us were like, that's it? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Even us
0: seasoned viewers who know that that's how it's going to end, we're still sh- taken aback.
2: Yeah. What uh, was your favorite part, Leandra? Um, my favorite part? Um,
1: I don't want to say, like, favorite part, favorite part, but, um... I really liked it when they went into the castle, but I was hoping to see more. Yeah.
0: Mm, Yeah, me too. Would have liked to actually see the castle during the daytime with light. Yeah. Yeah. So you could see what it's actually like in there. Mm -hmm. Because the the nighttime footage gave you the feeling that it was big. Yeah. And it had some artifacts on display that looked really cool. But like the tablet, there was this tablet that had ancient writing on it that looked amazingly cool. Mm. I
2: forgot about that. Holy (laughs) shit. would have
0: loved to have seen that during the day, unfortunately. see some
2: of it during the day with the historical?
0: Just some like, just that one throne room area. Okay. Um, And that was cool. Yeah. That was like really, really neat um, Mm -hmm. because there's the throne room and then there was also this big airy courtyard Mm -hmm. that was near it. And so I would have liked a little bit more travel channel, a little bit less ghost adventures on this one.
2: Yeah. I really liked the intro where Zach is just holding a noose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what that was for. And, like, kind of
0: going back and forth from camera to camera.
2: And he was, like, really, like, he thought that, you could just tell that he was really, like, excited about this episode. Oh, yeah. And this was, like, his thing. He wasn't being too outwardly about it, but outwardly enough that you're, like, he's really excited about this.
0: My favorite part was the mysterious youths. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Who warned Zach of uh, plasmatic manifestations. Yeah. And were very serious. Yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty cool episode. It Honestly, was. I like when they go to other places, when they actually travel. Yeah. Because it's cool to see other places. Mm-hmm. The U.S. is, like, very, very young compared to these places.
2: Yeah. So we have a special treat for you Yeah, all. I
0: hope you're fucking ready. This, is, this was kind of a short episode of Insanely Haunted so far, but that's because we got a lot to talk about that doesn't have anything to do with this episode of Ghost Adventures.
2: And the person to talk about it all is Leandra, because what did Leandra do? I went to Zach Baggin's Haunted
1: Museum Woo! in Baggins. I have to say, it is, like, a must-see if you're into, like, occultist items and haunted objects
0: My worst nightmare has come true. <laughs> Zag Bagans' museum is a fun place to visit.
1: Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Like, all right, where should I begin? Um, I guess I can just start with, like, the history of the mansion that the museum's in. So it's called the Wengert Mansion, and it was built in 1938. It was owned by the Wengert family, and it... Um, The mansion is one of the largest in Vegas. It has 33 rooms, even though it looks like a one story house on the outside. Yeah. Wow. And Cyril Wingert, which is like the
0: husband of the household. Cyril Wingert is the most like (laughs) boring ass name on the planet.
1: (laughs) But hey, he was one of the pioneers in the company uh, Northwest Energy, which is still around today. His
0: name is Khaki, Cyril Wingert. (laughs) according
1: to zach he purchased it with the permission from the lady of the house which is lottie Wengert. and so when you let's see the first thing you see is like the hearse that's outside and unfortunately i couldn't get any pictures on the inside which i get it you know maybe cameras provoke the spirits or something oh yeah you know just respect for that so i get it um, Especially, I've heard Robert the doll. You're not supposed to take a picture. Wait, is he there? I didn't see Robert the doll, but I saw Peggy the doll. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is, you know, another murder doll. <laughs> okay.
0: Just some other murder doll.
1: <laughs> yes. One of the first rooms you go into is just like just a whole bunch of oddities like there's several like fortune telling machines including <gasps> oh I love those yes there's one of Zach what? yes in the very back of the room next to the haunted doll closet there's like that machine where it has Zach in it and he oh. has like the Zoltar you
2: gotta be joking oh,
1: I'm not God. joking his eyes glow green oh. and he talks like welcome to my haunted museum and da 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 gives like his speech and then you get like a little card and each one's different And it tells you, like, this uh, hint or, like, some kind of riddle. Uh And there's supposed to be, like, these hidden things that you can see in the museum rooms and stuff. Uh And, uh, let's see, trying to remember. There is a certain pledge you have to take as well before you go... Like through the museum and before you start the tour, let me pull up. I took a picture of the sign. Okay. (laughs) It says, warning, this building is known to contain ghosts slash spirits and cursed objects. By entering, you agree that management will not be liable for any actions by these unseen forces. And even beforehand, you have to sign a waiver to go into the museum too. Wow. Yeah.
0: So you're not gonna give so you're not gonna sue Zach if a ghost pushes you. Is the idea?
1: Yeah, pretty like much. How could you
2: even sue him for that
1: or, in I the know. court of law? <laughs> People had apparently had mental breakdowns while they were going through the really? museum okay. too. So even uh, while you're going through the tour, the tour guides tell you like, "Hey, if you feel uncomfortable or feel lightheaded, etc., feel free to tell one of us so we can lead you to an exit okay. at any time." Wow. And so, let's see. I want to start with some of the oddities. So he has, like, a human skull collection throughout the museum. Great. (laughs) And lots of haunted dolls, including the murder doll, where you actually still see the blood on its um, gown and stuff. Wait, what? Yes. What's the
2: story behind this? So the murder
1: doll, um, I, I guess it's just... From its eyes, I guess, it's seen a lot of death. And apparently there was this girl, she got this doll, and um, I actually don't remember that
0: much. So the doll has witnessed murders, It though. has
1: witnessed murders, and it has, like, the blood of the father on the doll's dress that the girl was, like, holding it. I don't oh know if I'm God. explaining this correctly. Okay, so basically, the father was murdered,
2: oh. and
1: the, the blood was on the dress of the doll, which belonged to the
2: daughter. Oh, God. And
1: so that's just there okay. <laughs> for funsies. Jesus. <laughs> um, there's Peggy the doll, which oh is, like, God. you know, known to cause heart attacks, and if she sees a photo of herself or gets taken a picture of it, or if you take a video of it, she will, like, haunt you and shit. And, and like, your heart. Yes. <laughs> Um. Mm. There's a Jack Kevorkian's van. Yeah. There. Yeah,
0: we saw that in the Entertainment Tonight video. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: that was there, and apparently he was also an artist. Yes. Yes. And there's a I, room of his artwork, right? Yes. Yeah. I saw all of it, and it was very. What was it? It was very unnerving and spine chilling, but it's pretty dope. Pretty yeah. cool artist. Gotta get, give him that. He also, Zach has collected like a whole bunch of like celebrity memorabilia too, including Sharon Tate's wedding dress. Oh. oh. Um,
2: I'm sure her family loves that. Ugh. Yeah. And there's like
1: a couple stuff from Michael Jackson, like his favorite chair what? in his room, and a makeup traveling box. And okay. There's even, a few of Patrick Swayze's
0: personal items. Are you joking, Patrick Swayze? I'm not joking. From the movie Ghost?
2: Okay, are there any, like, paranormal reasons why he has Michael Jackson's stuff and Patrick Swayze's stuff?
0: Well, they're dead, Um, so...
2: I know that for Patrick
1: Swayze, like, he, a lot of the objects that were on display were, like, a lot of, like, um, religious, like, spiritual stuff. Like, there was, like, a chakra stick or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not really specifically sure what they're called. But mm-hmm. Okay, just that. I
2: okay. Guess. What about Michael Jackson?
1: Michael Jackson. It was just his favorite chair that was like in his bedroom. But yeah. why? But why? I think it's just because.
0: I think it's just because he's dead.
1: Just because he's dead, and, and he was a weird guy. Yeah. Probably. Zach
2: likes weird things. He does. Mm-hmm. One of the
1: creepy facts that um, we were told about Sharon Tate's dress—that it still smells like her. Oh. Gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh
0: mortifying.
1: And also throughout the museum, there's like a couple rooms dedicated to like serial killer stuff.
2: Yeah. For example,
1: there's like Ted Bundy's
2: glasses. Yeah. And then
1: there's lots of John Wayne Gacy's stuff.
0: Yeah. Charles Manson, like his
1: teeth and his necklace. There's Ed Gain, which is The The Clown Man? No. No, that was Sean Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Ed Gein is the guy that would body snatch people and take their skin off of women. And because he had like a... Buffalo Bill. He had like an uh, obsession with his dead mom and he would make skin suits. Psycho. Yes. Two horror movies. Mm -hmm. Also, what was it? Um, Was it Jason? Jason Voorhees, the... The machete hockey mask dude.
2: Right. Yeah, that was also
1: inspired by Ed Gain. Oh,
0: Oh, god. Interesting. Okay.
1: Mm -hmm. And even in that exhibit, there was even the cauldron that Ed Gain would use.
0: (gasps) Oh, Oh.
2: god. Zach.
1: (sighs) Yeah.
0: Stomach turning.
1: He even talked about why you shouldn't say Zach, but the what do you call it, the tour guide, she was saying, like, you can even see in here, like, there was ashes from when Lady Snake tried to break the curse. Oh,
0: Lady Snake, huh? Yeah,
1: whoever Hmm. (laughs) tried to break the bad
2: energies from the cauldron
0: the louisiana uh new orleans voodoo lady lady snake oh. the voodoo queen of new orleans that lady
2: wait i thought she was just bloody mary
0: oh wait oh i'm thinking of a different person you're right that's okay. bloody mary i'm thinking of oh um, the lady in england yes the english lady lady snake i'm sorry right, i was right. totally wrong there
2: she, she showed up in episode...
0: Uh, Hellfire
2: Yeah, Hellfire case, yes. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right.
1: And then there was, like, a small room, which was very... This part's, like... It was very... Tri- it can be very triggering, but um, it was, like, showing... What was it? Robert Berdella's stuff, which he is also nicknamed the Kansas City
0: Butcher. Oh, Yikes. So, yeah. It's a lot of serial killer lot stuff, of cer- basically. A serial
1: killer stuff, so if you're into that, and then, Uh-oh. all right, some haunted it items is. that sure. you got to see. Like, you had the option to see it or not in yeah. case if, like, you were <laughs> too freaked out by it, but yeah. the Divic box Hell was yeah. there. Hell did you yeah. see it? Hell, yeah, oh, I did. Okay. It was so cool just seeing it in person. Yeah. Of course, it was in its uh, glass case protected by salt and sage. Okay. <laughs> But, you know, you know, you know,
0: it The was light from the hallway crept into back, my room.
1: I was very fascinated on the, like, on the back of the Dybbuk box, it was carved in um, Hebrew. Something It really? was carved in Hebrew, but, of course, I couldn't take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could, but, you know. Mm-hmm. There was also the, a haunted mirror that was owned by. Bella Lugosi? Yes. Yes. I saw that. Yeah. I looked into it. I provoked it. Oh, okay. (laughs) But I'm still alive, so you know. (laughs) Is that
2: supposed to like show your fate or something like that? Or Um, your death?
1: Not necessarily. It's just known to cause like a whole bunch of like uh for example, there was one priest who wanted to check it out Mm -hmm. or like, you know, do it do his thing to it to Mm -hmm. bless it. Yeah. And he said he looked into the mirror and then like few seconds later he like fainted, hit his head on the mirror and you died know, was out for like a few minutes. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. He was just like this shit's haunted. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <all right. laughs> oh good in the same room as the haunted mirror there was the crying boy portraits yes yes i was just like why the hell have these in here i guess we're all gonna die today but (laughs) no zach made sure he put like a sprinkler system in that room so right because they're supposed to
2: set fire to homes correct
1: yeah technically like whenever there was a house fire and they would have these paintings in there everything Mm -hmm. would be burnt except for these paintings Mm -hmm.
2: there's actually an episode of
0: real-life ghost stories? No. It's, uh, Ouija Brads.
2: No. It's his show. Deadly Possessions. Oh, okay. There's an episode of Deadly Possessions where he has the a lady who owns a crying boy painting, and she talked about all the fires that mm-hmm. were probably just fires. Because houses tend to
0: be so susceptible. Houses just burned down sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... When we saw Peggy the doll, we had mm-hmm. to say hi to
2: her and then bye to her. To be nice. Okay. To be yep. nice. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like Patrick the doll. T- or Robert the doll. Robert, sorry, yeah.
1: And then there was one thing I just, I couldn't handle because it was like a severed head or something. What? Uh, yeah, I don't remember who specifically real who it was. Yeah, but apparently it was like someone from way back in the day who was accused of being a witch. Great. So, you know, you know how that goes.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Um, there was also the haunted rocking chair that was a part of the exorcism made by Ed and Lorraine Warren. Ah. Which inspired the movie The Conjuring 3. Oh. Right.
0: Okay. And didn't he just buy The Conjuring house? I uh. believe so. I believe Zach just bought the house from The Conjuring so they could do a Ghost Adventures episode about it. OK. okay. I saw that on his Twitter. Oh,
1: OK. There was even a small room that had, let's see, the personal mirror of the captain from the Titanic. Oh. Ooh. And were apparently the wife of uh, the captain, she claimed that she saw his face appearing <gasps> in the mirror oh. on his birthday. Mm. So we're waiting for that to happen, and Zach's excited about that. And there was even some, like, few objects from when um, uh, Natalie Wood was around. She, apparently she was murdered right on her private boat, so. Natalie
2: Wood. Is she, like, a star? Mm-hmm. Was. Yeah, it was. Wait, was Christopher Walken involved? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know about. Yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah. of a
0: weird one, right? It's, it's a like weird an unsolved story. mystery. Yes, it mm-hmm. is.
1: Ooh, and I want to mention also, Zach has a few things from who is it called? Anton Lavey. Who's that? Anton Lavey. Is, Wasn't he
0: a member of? What didn't he run with? Alistair Crowley's gang?
1: I'm not sure, but. He is the one who started the Church of Satan. Yes. Um, okay. Yes, and okay, wrote okay. the Satanic
2: Bible. Yes. Right, 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 yeah. Yes. One of oh, one it's of the, friends. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the the Church. Wait. It's, the, it's not the Satanic Temple, That's but the it's new the, one. This is the Church of Satan, yeah. which is the church that we've learned that there is a, a big difference between the two. The Church of Satan actually believes in, like— The devil. Well, I don't know about—not <laughs> really that, but they are kind of, like, occultist in a way. Whereas, whereas, whereas the
0: Satanic Temple is just—basically exists to uh, troll governmental institutions— <laughs> uh, yeah. By like making, by saying, oh, well, you let Christians do this, so why can't we?
2: Yeah, to make a point, basically. There's actually more they're about... snarky so, atheists. Yeah, well, and they're, they're, they push social justice it, uh, matters, so I, I think they're I pretty like cool. But the I'm Church of Satan is kind of strange. But yeah, so tell us about him.
1: Yeah, there was just a signed copy of the Satanic Bible Nice, by Anton LaVey, and there was like one of Zach's prized possessions, he likes to call it, and it's like this uh, letter... And it's like uh, original, like inducting a witch into the Church of Satan, Ooh. Okay. and it was actually like signed by Anton LaVey and all that. So it was pretty dope. Cool. Um, I do have to say, the entire museum smells like vanilla. So I think he has like scent burners. <laughs> in it.
2: And it's super cold. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense if there's a severed head. Yes. (laughs) Um,
1: The only place we weren't allowed to go in the building at all was the the basement. basement, Because only
2: Zach's allowed to go down there. (laughs) Yeah. He's got apparently like a... Satanic, Yeah, yeah apparently it was like a satanic ritual spot or yeah, something. But but we saw a little bit. It definitely has like new paint on the ground yeah. with symbols that it's like.
0: These are what satanic symbols look like. Well, I think the idea is that Zach truly believes in hell and the devil. So mm-hmm. he probably put some symbols down that look satanic but are not.
2: Or they might be, but they also like might be from other yeah. spiritualities. Yeah. And what a cool trip.
0: Sounds like a lot of fun. Hell
2: yeah. So definitely you Definitely recommend okay. going
0: visit... Unironically, go to the the Haunted Museum by Zach Bagans. Yeah. Um, so we already did a Tweet Watch today because this is the second episode we're recording today. And there's not that much. There's really not that much. He's in full self-promo mode, so I think that our trip through our virtual tour of the Haunted Museum will have to suffice as a Tweet Watch style entry. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: We can do some um, Facebook reviews.
0: Yeah, let's do some reviews. We're reading all of our five and one star reviews. (laughs) So if you submit us a five star review, we'll read it on the air for you. Um, And probably if you leave a one star review, you won't make it to this episode. But we'll read that one, too. Just because I think it's really fun.
1: There was also part of the museum where it was like circus themed. Yes, there was like there was one like jump scare that just uh, so there was there's clowns that just pop out just so you know. If you don't like clowns, <laughs> Zach
2: facing his fears. Yes,
0: <laughs> trying really hard.
1: I also liked how let's see when it, when you were going through the circus part, there was like a short um what do you call it? There was one tour guide that just talked about like what sideshows were and oh. shows were. That mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was pretty interesting to learn about.
2: Yeah. Google
0: gobble google gobble. Gobble
2: Goobble, gobble. <laughs> All right, so, and, and sorry if I've repeated these uh, reviews, but um, it's been a long time, so I might have forgotten. So we have a review from Linda. Linda says, they think like I do. Oh, my God, Zach is such a twat. Waffle. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I've recommended this podcast to my entire paranormal committee. Oh, oh Recommended us. The next one is from Roger, who's a long time listener Oh, I remember listener. Roger. Yes. Hey,
0: Roger. How's it going, bud? that
2: uh, says, uh, even if, or if you even like, even
0: if you even just like Ghost Adventures, you'll love this podcast. They review the episodes with skepticism mixed with hilarity.
2: Thank you, Roger.
0: Thanks, Roger. That's we have another sweet. one
2: from Bruce, who says, It's a great show. Been a fan since the first episode. Thank you, Bruce. We've
0: been a fan of you since the first episode.
2: And we have a review from Veronica. She, uh, Veronica says, I've been. Been a closeted ghost adventure fan for years. Recently, my kids started watching, and it's so funny to watch her get so super sucked into the shenanigans, just waiting for the day when she figures out why I'm laughing. Thanks for this. <laughs>
0: You see, you can share ghost adventures with your friends and family of any age. Yeah. You know,
2: it brings everyone together.
0: Well, thank you for leaving reviews. It really helps. I yes. think the, the more reviews a podcast has, the better chance other folks will find it. Mm-hmm. So make sure you leave a five on the on Apple Podcasts, on Facebook. Tell your friends about Insanely Haunted mm-hmm. uh, because watching ghost adventures with friends is a really great time.
2: Or it probably works better to first start
0: watching yes. ghost
2: adventures with your friends and then introduce them to the podcast.
0: Yes. Uh, also, you can follow. Follow us on Twitter at, ha- at hauntedinsanely. Mm -hmm. And we're a part of the Scavengers Network, of which I'm always extremely thankful. There's tons of great shows on the Scavengers Network, like um, Apotalesma, a new uh, horror actual play RPG podcast, and Spooky Spouses, Mm -hmm. a show where two spouses talk about spooky stuff, kind of like what we do, Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, Those are all really fun, and you should listen to them. Mm -hmm. I think you'll really enjoy them.
2: Thanks for Leandra for not only her piece of art that we use for our logo. Thanks
0: thanks for for the the hand. hand. We do that every episode.
2: <laughs> You're welcome. But also, thanks for visiting our show and talking about your experience going to his Haunted Museum. Hell yeah. I feel like I definitely want to visit it.
0: Yeah, me too. Oh, absolutely.
2: It's a must-see. How much yeah.
0: is it expensive? Uh, $22. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, I was thinking like $50. Bucks. Oh, wow. Okay. That's great. Yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. Hell yeah. And was he there?
1: No. Fuck. Unfortunately, no. It was just his animatronic self. We'll
0: have to go. I
2: mean, that's like just as That's dead. almost as good.
0: We'll have to go <laughs> sometime when Ghost Adventures is not filming. Like, when we're sure Ghost Adventures isn't filming.
2: Okay. So we well, can, can catch the man, the
0: myth, the legend. Yeah, cool. Uh, no. Oh, and
2: um, uh, don't forget to support your state and national
0: parks. They're great. They're great. <laughs> cool. Well, that's all for us today. And, of course, thanks you. thank you so much for listening. As always, my name is Max.
2: I'm Cassie. I'm Leandra.
0: And you just heard... A, a Class A
2: EVP.
1: Beautiful
2: her. Beautiful, 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 beautiful bean. Bean, bean, bean. Right.
0: The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven.
2: Community focused.
0: <laughs> treasured content. Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply it to our own career paths as we make our mark in this world. So join us. Every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye bye now.
1: <laughs> Beanie Baby. <laughs> oh, you know what would be cute if you got her like a little collar and it had like the T logo yeah. on it? Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Little Baby. <laughs> Beautiful, 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 Okay, here's here's
0: what my stupid internet destroyed brain came up with when you what? did that what? is a version of that song where it's the, you take all the lyrics out uh-huh. and then you just do um, pitch shifting on any time Billy Tolly screams. <laughs>
2: ah! Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> Cause it actually is better lyrics than the song Beautiful. Have you heard the song Beautiful? by Bozzy. Yeah,
2: I really like the melody,
0: but the lyrics The lyrics are great. so not only shallow, but like just bad, just poorly written. Like the song is about how how good-looking the the subject of the song is and how much he enjoys having sex with her. That is what the song is about. And the lyrics are very plain about that and also written at like let's be real, Medical like a ninth level. like an eighth yeah. grade level.